Hi. It's Adele. And Zoe. And Welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right. Whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele. And Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. 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 Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession. Friends and obsession that never passed. So we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone and thanks so much for listening to our podcast Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. We start uh, this episode now with the epidemic, which is how we always start the episodes, which is the episode in the form of a limerick. So it's a very clever idea that now uh, Adele please share with us <laughs> and a, the listeners this epidemic it's a clever idea i hope it's a clever <laughs> poorly executed <laughs> right here we go all right hit me and then, and then please the tell limerick. me the right yeah. to move on from the past can be rough ross and rachel are finding it tough but you can follow your dreams if you have magic beans start just with a plus it's enough. Ooh, that's so good. That's a really good one, actually. That's one of your strongest, I you think. think. I think it really explains the episode that we're about to talk about. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There they are. You know, they have this... Uh, the continuity is here with this episode that Ross and Rachel are finding things tough. Mm. And uh, uh, they need to make a plan in life. And as Phoebe says, I don't even have a plot. Exactly. Very well set up. Good. All right. You got it. I, I got it. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. It was it was clever. I'm so oh. sorry to suggest that it wouldn't be. <laughs> Low expectations. So, um, all right, great. So that's the epidemic. So why don't we uh, we talk about this now? This is the episode. Um, this is the one with George Stephanopoulos. Let's start then by taking a look at what IMDb, the Internet Movie Database, has to say as a recap of this episode to remind us all. So the episode recap is as follows. Joey and Chandler take Ross to a hockey game to take his mind off the anniversary of the first time he slept with Carol. While the girls become depressed when they realise they don't have a plan. Okay, pretty comprehensive. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good nutshell, that is. Um, Netflix as well 
I mean, increasingly, I think we look at the Netflix one just to take the piss out of it, really. Uh, what we got this time. The Netflix recap is a delivery man. I'm, act- I'm already. <laughs> I know, I I'm say. already hooked. <laughs> What's the key thing? A delivery man uh, accidentally brings a pizza meant for George Stephanopoulos, who lives across the street from the girls. Oh, that's just another such a shit one. Who is doing this Netflix recap job? I want to know. I want to start a petition to get them out of that job. These need to be rewritten. I mean, what what an intro. A delivery man accidentally brings a pizza man. And that, that happens, what, a good 15 minutes into the episode. And it's not the point. <laughs> no. I don't, I, I don't understand. I wonder it's, what, I mean, what brief is given to that person at Netflix? What are they asked? What is the point of that pricey of maybe, the episode? Surely maybe. it's to get you to want to watch it. Strikes me they're just a volunteer. They're not being paid <laughs> to do this because this is not, this is not, uh, if they're going maybe. for their job review, it'd be like, maybe. so how have you done? So, not well. If all we knew is that the wrong pizza got delivered, we might it's not... It's not a teaser, is it? That's just an everyday mundane life event. Yeah, could make a podcast out of that, not, could you? Not every day. I don't have pizza every day. Oh, well, no. Right, that's the uh, words. Should yeah. we have some numbers? Let's. So we've got a bit of data here, as we always do. We have two sets of data that's in the public sphere, and then we're going to talk a bit about what we think about this episode in comparison to that. It's becoming almost a catchphrase. Uh, you know, I say, does this episode feature in Rank.com's top 100? You say... Uh-uh. <laughs> Correct. It's not. There are, there are some coming up soon that do, but for now, this is not. <laughs> I should hope there are 100 coming up. <laughs> well, yes, very good. <laughs> when we look at IMDb, what we've got there is a score that's very much in line with the average for the season so it falls right in the middle it's 12 out of 24 episodes that is right in the middle right bang in the middle yeah a score of math yeah thanks (laughs) a score of it it's actually slightly below the average score is 8.4 i think if i remember right it's 8.2 out of 10 it ties equally with several other episodes in season one so it has the exact same score as the one with the thumb Mm. The one with the butt. Just the one just literally before it. This, and yep. then the butt's the one after this? No, two, no, after, two this. after this. Yep. The one where Underdog gets away. Mm-hmm. The one with Mrs. Bing. The one with the dozen lasagnas. And the one with two parts, part one. So oh. it's in a kind of little bunch with all of those episodes being seen as really kind of the middle of the pack for this season. Mm. Okay. How do you respond to that? Does that chime with your feelings or is it counter to that? Uh, that is mostly in line i would put it maybe a bit higher up it's in maybe a little bit higher up than that because i think there's actually quite a lot of good stuff there's quite a lot i like about this episode so i'm not a million miles away from (laughs) the universe's opinion of this um but perhaps a little bit more positive what about you well there is a little contradiction in mine because all of my scores are just a bit higher anyway so i actually score it around the 8.2 place right yeah Relative to how it sits to the rest of the episodes, it's actually 20th out of 24 in my ranking. Okay, so so this is one of the worst of season one view. Yeah, yeah. Goodness. I know. Wow, that's different to the world's view and to my view. And, And it's not because necessarily there are things I don't like. I think it just doesn't have much, it doesn't pack much of a punch. All right. For me. So I'm interested to know why it's higher up in your table. So it packs a bit more of a punch for me. Uh, Now, one of the things I like about it is the continuity of the story. Because 
maybe I'm thinking this a little bit in terms of some of the later episodes. We've got a lot of random episodes coming up. And here, I do like the progression. And just having watched the first, um, this is episode number four, isn't it? So we've watched three already. And it's a continuity of the story of Rachel. I feel for her. She's in this new world. She's in New York. She's got these new friends. And I just sort of feel there's actually quite a good heart in here that this is continuation of her of Rachel's story. Yeah, I like I like the for me the undercurrent here is a, which is what I picked up on in the epidemic is mm. that this is about the if you like the dust settling after yeah. some major change. So yeah. Ross is now trying to come to terms with the fact that his relationship with Carol is over, and and the and we'll come back to him I'm sure a bit later on, and Rachel is sort of kind of realizing what she's done the the size of yeah. the decision that she's yeah. made yeah and it's and that's very much in line with the core values this is this is the absolute point of this show is about struggling in your 20s discovering who you are working out life and i think uh this episode really does that in the way that she there's that moment where the girls are in their sleepover and, um, you know, they're all kind of just a bit bummed out. They're like, what is this? You know, I don't even have a plus, as we've, yeah. as we've already talked about. Yeah. So I do, I do quite like that. What do you not like so much then? Why is it lower down? What's your kind of... It doesn't have anything reason? in it that I don't like. It's just watching it again. I, I didn't laugh that much. I did. There are little moments that I like, mm. but... I just didn't feel like it, it didn't have the sort of, it didn't have that rhythm of like lots and lots and lots of jokes. Bow, bow, I, bow, did, bow, yeah, bow. I didn't feel there were any, like it was quite difficult, for example, for me to think what was my favourite joke because there wasn't really one that was jumping out at me. So something new and different about this episode, which I guess the six of them are going to lend, why I think the show works so well is that there's so many different combinations of those six. Yep. And then what we have got here for the first time is we've got quite a girls versus boys episode. Yeah. The girls are in this zone. They have their sleepover. They're talking about life's plan. They're drinking. My God, what did she call the drinks? Oh, something sounds very... Something crazy. Uh, yeah. Something super strong. Uh, so you've got the girls. They're having this... Um, they're thinking about their life. They're thinking about the big picture. And they're kind of there as this sort of girl friendship unit together. So you've, you've got now for the first time the kind of girls. And then you've got the boys and there was a bit who are and they've gone off to their ice hockey game ross is moping around and the other two guys are there for them so i thought it was quite nice to see this dynamic of girl friendship and boy friendship yeah. Ma- male friendship is perhaps more <laughs> than boy friendship <laughs> yeah and i do like how it's cut together as well because everything takes place really in one evening doesn't it and i like that you they, they sort of parallel yeah our, if i were more educated in film criticism I would yeah. know what how to articulate this mm-hmm. but they basically cut between the two yeah. and I feel like it's almost like um I sort of see you see Ross sort of emerging and you see Rachel emerging with supporting characters of their friends around them yeah and that is like again the the writers are sort of saying this is their journey yeah we're, we're nudging them along in this further direction towards each other yeah exactly and i think that's why i think that's why it does quite well for me because there are so many random episodes that come up where it's just like you know funny little um episode of the week type things where it's just a one-off that i do like the continuity of this a little bit yeah thing i did didn't like about it which is why it doesn't 
smash it for me uh just in terms of characters is ross is very mopey (laughs) and it is a bit of a bummer now i have a question for you about this (laughs) yeah so there's they clearly here want to paint a picture of ross and i think that picture can be summed up because you've got a few clues you've got this thing he's so like, he's the absolute antithesis of Joey, isn't he? That gets sort of highlighted a few times in this. He's yeah. completely hung up on the fact that there's this one one event all these years ago that he's trying to come to terms with. But that one event's important because it also tells us that that she was the first person yeah. he'd ever slept with. And therefore, he's only slept with one person since that time. And that he's One so, person ever. Ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that he's so hung up on that he can't get over yeah. it. Yeah. And he's really mopey about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What, I feel like that is a very particular trait that they needed to establish for some reason so that you feel something towards Ross, which is necessary for later and what's coming. I see. Why do you think they chose to make this like the heart of this whole episode? Mm. Is it to set up that his feelings for Rachel and this kind of this hinting at the Ross Rachel this is not a guy who has flings this is not a guy yeah. that has uh yeah uh kind of one night stands or anything like that that the that well, this not yet anyway well yeah uh, but the sweetness that he's feeling this characteristic is that he is a real romantic yeah he's a real romantic and that is very very true to Ross's character in these early stages and then we need him to be trustworthy don't we and yeah we need to especially because we're going to go on a bit of a roller coaster yet anyway yeah before they get together yeah but yeah we need to feel like this guy doesn't do things lightly exactly exactly and all these kind of all these um puppy dog eyes he's giving her and all, all these kind of uh yeah kind gentle moments that he's he's looking so sweet with her is very meaningful to him because mm-hmm. this is not a guy who mucks around this is not joey we've got joey we can uh yep. joey by the way funny joke funny joke Go beginning on. of the episode where um <laughs> i love how it's the beginning of the episode you just laugh um beginning of the episode so once again this structure in these early episodes as well is is in the kind of setup scene they're just sort of sitting around talking about sex yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> well they're not actually are they they're talking about they're... being omnipotent yeah, so they're talking about being omnipotent. You know, what would you what would you do if you were omnipotent for a day? And uh, Chandler says, "I'd be omnipotent forever." And Rachel's like, "Oh God, that's such a standard answer." If I had a wish, I'd have three more wishes. And taking taking the piss like that. Then Joey walks in, and they say, "Joey, wh- um, what would you do if you're omnipotent for a day?" And he just looks and he goes, "I'd kill myself." And then Ross goes, "Joey, omnipotent." <laughs> I'm so sorry, dude. <laughs> And I think this is the first Joey being a bit behind everybody else. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. He hasn't really done that yet. Because he's been the womanizer and, you know, this, this, I'd kill myself. Like, sex is very important to to the Joey character. This is what he lives for. Yeah. Uh, And again, that's why he's kind of cannot understand that Ross has only slept with one woman in this episode either. But um yeah yeah yeah. first character establishing that's really funny that is actually really really funny i remember that joke at the time i didn't get it at all i was too young but (laughs) um that is actually a very clever joke that withstands test time i think yes that's true omnipotent yes yes (laughs) so sorry (laughs) so we talked about this is this episode is really about ross and rachel moving on from the past and we've talked a bit about ross's obsession with his first time with carol Let's talk a bit about Rachel. Mm. So we see, goodness me, 
we see here the life that Rachel has abandoned. Yeah. As represented by her three friends. Yeah. How do we feel about... She starts to regret what she's turned her back on. Yeah. Right? How do we feel about what she's turned her back on? Um, I mean, those friends... The, the, three, the three friends that come in are the worst. <laughs> I would... If you ever behave like that, I would smack you around the face. <laughs> so yeah, she walks in. Uh, they come to see her, like she's some almost some kind of animal in a zoo. Yeah. That they come to see her way through. Look like they don't want to touch. Yeah, 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 like yeah, 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 yeah. Think everything is infected. Uh, because her, uh, her mother has said, "Oh, yeah, she's gone to the city and she's got a job." And they're like, "And it's true. it's true." Yeah. Um, and they are like, "Oh, I'm being promoted, and oh, I'm pregnant with some super rich baby." Um. Maybe the baby's not promoted rich yet. by a rich baby. What, what one sort of, of them firm is this? <laughs> one of them. <laughs> um, one of them is promoted. The other one is going to have a yeah. So and you the see, third one is engaged. It's yeah. life, and I love the way that Monica and Phoebe yeah, totally take, take the piss. piss. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Like yeah. ah, I have elbows. Ah. Yeah, that's really really good. Um, would you be friends with these people? No, I would not. Good. <laughs> and because if you were, I would not be friends with you. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because. It's a bit, it puts you, I think, in a difficult position about Rachel because I'm a bit like, she used to, and you know, she does when she sees the engagement ring, she joins in with the screaming yeah. and, the, you know, and you're a bit like, oh God, bloody hell, yeah. what, are, what are you doing? So yeah. she, she has a nice, um, she comes round at the end, doesn't she? But one of those three girls mm. cracks my favourite joke of the episode. Oh, really? But he doesn't even get a laugh. So I'm gonna. I'm saying it's a joke because I think it's oh, really funny. Okay. But when you watch it, people don't really laugh. This is interesting. What is the joke? I love it when the tall one in the blue Chanel suit yeah. says, "Look at your apron. You look like you're in a play." <laughs> <laughs> I find that really Do funny you? because obviously they're they're kind of exaggerated characters for the purpose of doing The idea that they would never wear an apron like the only reference point she has for wearing an apron is that you're dressing up you're pretending <laughs> to be something oh, else funny. i just thought it was a little you know n- not necessarily even needed i, but I just think it's a great thing yeah. yeah you're right the audience it. do not laugh no, at that that's it and it's not maybe really funny. and it's your best joke of the episode <laughs> well I, I am you know yeah because i don't there aren't loads i really laughed at oh i see i see i see so a, a, I a, a poor bunch of jokes that was your your favorite one so she's gone from having friends these awful girls to now her new girls where she's got phoebe and monica and then the very name of the episode is be- uh, because they're hanging out this sleepover mm. and they get george stephanopoulos's pizza and a bit more besides and so they are going now spying looking across with mm. their binoculars to uh to see if they can spy on him because he must live nearby um so you're seeing this friendship group just a side point of the friendship group they do start being a little bit mean to each yeah. other yep and it's and it's a bit, bit jarring. Yeah, it's a bit yeah. out of the blue as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I guess they um, they're a bit drunk, right? They are drunk, and they start telling secrets. And I mean, which which one do you think? So there is there's the Jason Hurley thing, which, by the way, what's that? Where Phoebe tells Monica she slept with Jason Hurley, and Rachel says, "How long have you been broken up for?" She says, two hours." Yeah. Doesn't that come up in the Windkeeper? Mm, episode yeah yeah they mention him again and then don't i they? feel like monica behaves like it's new information at that point. maybe but she's anyway, too drunk maybe she is maybe, maybe we'll we'll think about that yeah, when yeah we get yeah. To that one. Yeah. so there's that there's yeah. um the valentine's card 
there is the and the valentine's card is where she says you wouldn't have got i gave you the valentine's card and you wouldn't have got it because she was a big girl now i'm i i don't want to descend the lens right now (laughs) but we need some shutter movement (laughs) it's coming down it's coming down but that is one of my friends through her lenses right i don't think go on then let's descend the lens i don't think it's okay that she says that was from me and then she goes, well, as if he would have really sent it. And then to Phoebe, as an explanation, yeah, she was a big girl. And, and it, the audience laughs. And, and it's and... done behind her back as well. I Monica's know. not looking. It's done behind her back. And she kind of makes this horrible gesture like, big girl. No, yeah, one, no, one, like no one except you. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah, yeah no yeah. one can see that either. No, I, <laughs> I just did it to you and said, no one can see this. And you just repeated it back to me. Um, <laughs> yeah, makes a, a, a big, uh, wide gesture with her hands. Yeah. And... Um, uh yeah so they're a bit mean to each other which kind of doesn't really quite sit quite well and then you've got this 20 years on Mm. bit of a weird thing Mm. so this is what we do friends through a lens is where we will look back 20 years uh later and see if there's anything jarring so that jars a little bit for you and we'll come back to this because there's a whole theme right around the fact that monica there's her life turns around at the point that she becomes very very skinny yeah and and yeah yeah, we'll, yeah i'm yeah, sure yeah. we'll come back yeah to yeah. So, yeah yeah that's one of my... she was a, a loser until she lost the weight she was yeah a loser it's one of my friends realizes. biggest loser just before i ask you about yours yeah i've got a couple of um things i wanted to that i just noticed yeah one is that <laughs> rachel says the word vase instead of vase and later there is a poem called the empty, empty vase. vase yeah I just thought it was very interesting. Very, very... I've never heard an American person not say vase. So oh. I wonder where that Now, we're from. English, so we don't really know. But... We say it the correct Could way. it be a bit of a snobby thing? Like, is that a bit too the Oh, background? that she's trying to sort of fit in with those... Or maybe that's just the way she was brought up, that she's got... She says things in but a bit it, of it is when she's justifying way. the importance of her role. She mm. says, I write the specials on the special board and I take the dead flowers out of the vase. Oh. So maybe she is actually trying to show some status. Be proper. The second thing is also language related because the wonderful thing about watching these on Netflix as opposed to a TV channel is you get the swearing and you get Phoebe saying, that's not for you, bitch, Bitch. which I'd totally forgotten about because on TV they cut that bit out. So that's quite exciting. Not a friend through a lens, but I liked it. Extra language bit. Friend through lens. So what do I think jarred with me watching it 20 years on? Well... There is a bit of a double standard going on here that I think uh, to our 2018 eyes and ears feels a bit weird. So um, they are spying with binoculars across. Oh, I didn't even think of it. Hoping for a man to drop the towel. Oh my goodness, that didn't even occur to now, me. Now, if that was... filthy mind I've got. <laughs> You're just like, it's fine, I do that every night. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, a, that's a standard Saturday for Adele. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, do you like my impression of you, by the way? Very good. That's very good. Um, so there is a bit of a stand here, isn't there? That she's that they are spying on a man yeah. going, drop the towel, just drop the towel. Well, I do love that bit, by the way. The way they all stop at the same time. I yeah, yeah, very, yeah. Very realistic. Yeah, very realistic. Because the director would have been standing on the oh, side. Don't of those, sorry, crush my dreams. Um, so I thought that that was a bit of a double standard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very upset about this. Um, a bit like the diet 
coke ads you know they've had sort of toned yeah. down you can't have the man as the object of yeah. sexual attention um so i thought that was a bit of a george baby drop the towel i thought that that really wouldn't and you probably, um fly today as much and, and even at the time mm. could you have done that with the three boys spying on a woman getting undressed i think that would be pretty probably gross could you, could you? spike because they've got binoculars <laughs> across across the uh across the way so yeah yeah it feels a bit of a bit of a bit of a weird one um another little lens thing that i thought was just a, just a tiny little moment and maybe this is just me being oversensitive um they're playing twister at the end oh yes and yeah um phoebe uh has to uh bend right over and joey gives her the perviest look because she's bent over in front of him and gets a laugh well he looks like his friend he looks at his mate oh god what are you reading into this russell chandler and kind of goes i see yeah yeah Yeah. and i just thought again is that is that quite maybe i'm just being a bit Mm. bit mm, what's the word oversensitive yeah yeah a bit oversensitive uh, that i just thought well, i don't know today like if a woman bent over and you know and she's doing it very innocently playing a game and a guy's just like oh i'm gonna and again it's not so- <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's the that's the definite By the way, your impression of me is definitely better than your impression of joey <laughs> <laughs> actually it's very similar <laughs> yeah. weird that i was both being very from the same background i the only thing i would say about that is that it is a party they're quite drunk they're very close friends so i wonder whether it would be taken in this sort of silly spirit the only thing is that he does do it uh, she doesn't know that he's no. doing it I so mean, it's he not like he he's going oh phoebe he this is quite funny yeah, yeah, yeah. he's looking at his friend and going yeah, this is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i see what you mean yeah what about you well so 20 years the, on um, she was a big girl didn't really like that i think that was good and i just don't like what that says about you know you why would why would anyone who's not conventionally this model this mm. societal mm. model get a valentine's card like i, I just mm. thought that was just yeah not, not very yeah. nice and also it doesn't show rachel in a great light either no uh, the other th- tiny little thing i noticed is that joey kisses ross at the beginning you know when they say oh it's your birthday oh all right okay yeah. and he goes yeah we love you man and he yeah. puts his hand around ross's cheek right. and kisses him on the other cheek yeah and i just thought that's probably quite unusual for 1994 i think these days a lot of young men greet each other with hugs and sometimes kisses and things right. like that but I think that was quite unusual for the time and I quite liked it and I, it, for me it, how much did you like it? <laughs> and it also it sort of parallels with one of the things in this episode that I, I think you see quite a lot in other episodes that I quite like which is Chandler tries to get away with some macho uh, thing where he's like punching him in yeah, his yeah. Like, big yeah, guy, yeah, big guy big guy yeah, yeah. Yeah. and Ross is like what are you doing and he goes oh, yeah. I don't know yeah, yeah. And, and there were really true. there were really good moments like that like yeah. when Monica does her yeah. you go girl and stuff and she's yeah. like I can't carry that yeah. on I like that they try and do these cliches yeah. and they get the awkwardness that yeah. anyone in the real world would do trying to pull off those cliches they're trying to be cool nice. and yeah. they are calling out that they're not yeah. cool enough to do it and it's although Joey is like you could say verging on a misogynist mm. he's actually very comfortable with being very tactile with his male friends which I think makes you think actually he does have a bit of a soft heart and he's quite a bit more Sm- open minded than you might think small challenge that based on very little um knowledge from me is it an Ital- change <laughs> all right is it uh is it an italian thing 
Could what, it be kissing his a guy? Oh, it's a bit, yeah. It's a bit sort of, um, not wanting to be a racist, but it's a it, bit mafia-like, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, maybe a little bit Italian, which is his heritage. But I, I get that, you know, they are, they're quite tactile with each other. Yeah. And maybe that's, that's new mm. for male friendship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What is your, I said my favourite joke, which is, which is the like weird one that no one else laughs actually at. Actually, a joke. It's such a good joke that not even the audience laughed. Who What's are there? Your to favorite joke? Laugh. Uh, my favorite joke is the plane twister, and then at the end, um, the credit card company mm. rings up, <laughs> and um, uh, Rachel is in the twister. She's like in a you know a delicate position in the twister. And Chandler picks up the phone and says, well, Rachel, it's for you, credit card. And she goes, okay, will you take my place? Obviously referencing, will you come and take my twister position? And he just goes, he's like, he just does without a beat. He just goes, yes, this is Rachel. And it's such a yeah. good delivery. Very, very funny. That is very, very good. My, I had a close second, which is connected to the credit card people. Oh, yeah. Which is the, when... Um, Monica goes and reports some unusual activity on your account. Oh, yes, funny. She goes, but I haven't used my card in weeks. And she's like, that is, is the, the unusual, unusual activity. activity. <laughs> I think that's very, very funny. <laughs> Who is your best friend from this episode? My best friend is just pipping to the post is Rachel because I think that she's quite central in this. It's her friends that have come, her old friends that have come back and she looks at them horribly and looks at her new friends much more favourably and I think that helps gel them all together and that's a nice group. And she's just... Jennifer Aniston is just playing this part so well. She's just down... Like, you can see she's got this kind of snobby little bit now and again, but she's very down-to-earth and likeable. And I just feel for her that she's here in her 20s and here she goes into mm-hmm. the world. Um, so she takes it. She's not the funniest in this episode, but I warmed her the most. Oh, nice. Who's nice. yours? Phoebe. Oh. I just... All right. I think she has some really good lines in okay. this episode. I, lo- I mean, I love her. I don't even have a plot. Yeah. Do you have a plan, Phoebe? I don't, don't even, even have, have a plot. plot. I also really like when they're on the balcony, and your point aside about how inappropriate this is, but when she goes, oh, he's back or whatever, and they, and they go, where, where? And she's like, right, where we've been looking all evening. Like, I just mm. really think that's a oh, really yeah, clever yeah, yeah, joke. Because yeah, yeah. again, she just calls them out. She's like, you idiots. That's where we've been looking the whole night. So I think she's, I think she's very funny in this episode related, I like her related to the balcony mm. question mm-hmm. they <laughs> yeah <laughs> why no the, the um so there's this moment where Rachel's leaning on a pillow <laughs> yeah and the pillow drops off and I actually the way she does that is very natural I thought oh that's actually a goof like the pillow's fallen because she kind of looks at it and doesn't she does a double take that the pillow's fallen um and then it's clever that then the knock at the door and Someone is there with the pillow. Now, is it George Stephanopoulos that's there with the pillow? And this might be our English brains not really knowing who George Stephanopoulos is that much. I don't think it is, but... Now you say it, though, that would be a very good idea. And I checked the cast credits and I couldn't see anyone referenced about pillow. Is um, it in the IMDb trivia? I don't know. Oh, I haven't looked there. No. But but I probably thought probably not. But then isn't it then just a bit random that some total random guy turns up to return the pillow? So they're playing Twister later, and this random guy knocks on the door and returns the pillow. How would he know it's that apartment? Well, he would. I mean, he wouldn't. 
all oh, right so we mustn't that think too joke, much into that i think i thought wouldn't it? isn't that wouldn't that be funny though if it actually was truly george stephanopoulos who it would come back with a pillow but i don't know but if it is him having as i saw you do while we were just watching the episode yeah, now yeah and i did yesterday when i was watching this yeah. i googled george yeah. stephanopoulos yeah. 1994 yeah i don't think that's him i don't think that's him but maybe um, such a strange thing then it's yeah because the like, audience goes that, quite nuts for it yeah yeah and now you're actually making me wonder whether it was a mistake that she dropped the pillow oh. and then they just did that because it would be quite funny they, to have a oh, random person return it. I, don't I know. see, I see, I see. I just wanted as well because Chandler's the one that opens the door because if any of the girls open the door they'll be like, that's him, that's the one we were looking at. Yeah. So it's oh, the Chandler, yes. it makes it even funnier because yeah, yeah. then he is here and yeah. it's Mr. Altogether. I also thought it's very, very dangerous hmm. where Rachel was sitting. Oh, <laughs> What's she doing? Maybe that's a just... friend through the lens of health and safety 20 years later. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get out on that roof. Although, although at this point they're on the ground floor, I suppose. No, they can't be. They can't be. Well, because they're the, on the terrace. The, yeah, I mean, I don't think they're ever really on the ground floor. It's just the apartment numbers on the ground but floor. But it, it wasn't until that moment where she sits forward and the cushion falls down that I suddenly thought, goodness me, she's in all sorts of danger, sitting just leaning against that yeah. wall. Yeah, and she's pissed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not good. All Not right. Good. That then was the one with George Stephanopoulos. Next time we'll be talking about, oh, I'm looking forward to this, the one with the East German laundry detergent. Will we for the first time have something in the rank bank? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. It's a good one though, isn't it? Our best moments ever of friends. See if we get one of those in there. Will we? I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's only one way to find out. (laughs) Tune in next time. (laughs) So please don't forget to subscribe wherever it is that you're listening. Tweet us if you like, at friends from A to Z. We'd love to hear from you and we really hope you can join us next time. Until then. That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession and you share our obsession too.